It's a special episode once again. Strange Perspective, welcome to my podcast. And yes, you are not mistaken. No, you did not read that wrong. It's two very unique episodes back to back. See, I've decided that with all the fucking hiatus I keep taking, and with everything that I keep doing, and every pause I keep taking from the podcast, I need to give back. And Lord knows that with the Sony trilogy, I attacked... And I fucking attacked, and I need to change gears, amigo. So this is a special episode. This is a very special episode, because when I release this episode, there will be a follow-up. There will be two episodes released at the same time. That episode that will be released with this, the companion, if you will, is called A Mark's Perspective. Now, all the information is on the episode, but I urge you, please, to listen to this episode before listening to that episode. For you see, this episode is intended to introduce you to my co-host on Mark's Perspective. And just who is that co-host? Amigos, let me introduce to you my guest, my future co-host, and the episode to which this is not dedicated to, but it sure as fuck is about... Frederick, please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Freddie, and uh, I will joining. I will be joining Danny on the Mark's perspective uh, episodes where we talk about WrestleMania and give it a uh, give it a rating and talk about it how we feel about the matches oh. overall. Oh God, he's not, he's not dying. Oh God, that's the worst drink I've ever done in my life. Oh, God, no. All right, then. So, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about my 10 greatest video games ever. Exactly, amigos. See this as an introduction to a new person, and what better way to talk about the one subject I keep fucking talking about? So, let's dive right into it. Yes. Let's see here. I'm starting from the bottom. Oh, yeah. So, at number 10, we have... Ghostbusters. All right, and I'm it released on PlayStation Three. I'm already shocked. <laughs> well, the thing is, I love the Ghostbusters movies, not the 2016. I was just one. about to ask, even the reboot. I haven't seen the latest one. I don't think it's released yet. No, no. not yet. But I saw GB two, 2016, and fuck, I hated it. That that was fucking horrendous. That was like. Mania one, no two. <laughs> you'll get that when the episode is released. Yeah, you'll get it. Inside joke. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the thing is, I really wanted after seeing the second one before the first time in my life, I really wanted a third movie. When the game released, that felt like, well, this is actually Ghostbusters three. Yeah. Uh, really fun gameplay. The graphics are kind of good for a low budget game. Well, I think it's... I consider it to be low budget. So, and you see all those original ghosts that you remember. And uh, 
you have all of the chemistry from Bill Murray's character and uh, Dan Aykroyd's. And you have all the classic puns. And, uh, it's a love letter. It's, it's a, a love it's letter a love to letter. the fans. Yeah, it's a love letter. I couldn't say it better. So, that was my tenth game. All right. On the ninth, the ninth spot, we have Mafia 2. Mafia 2. Yeah! <laughs> Mafia! I mean, that game, when I played it first time, uh, I had only had a few minutes experience from the first one. Didn't really get it, but I was young and inexperienced gamer back then. Uh, the thing is, uh, Mafia 2, well, was like a, a relief from Grand Theft Auto games. It was something else. Yeah, It's a great story, uh, really fun gameplay. Uh, the graphics are good for an old game, but come on, it's 2K, so what did you expect? And, I mean, the story is really interesting. And when you come to the ending, your your mind is gonna fuck up. And the thing is, I mean, you agree with me, I fucking hate it when people say Mafia 2 is nothing else but a GTA clone. I fucking hate when people say that. Because... At first glance, you think it's a GTA clone. Yeah. Like just looking at the videos, like, oh, it's a GTA clone. But playing the fucking game... It's not. It's not. It's like five minutes in, I was like, this is not GTA. No. And Which made me want to play it even more. That, that game that, that game kind of raised the bar because now you have competition. You have to make every other game better. Yeah, man. Mafia 2 is great. And for anyone who hasn't played it, they've just done a remastered of the fucking game. Now's, any, now's a good time as any time. But fucking play it, please. Whatever you do, play all of, all three games. Yeah. Because they will re- release Mafia One, Mafia One, pretty soon. Yeah. I think. So start with that one. I don't know if anybody's gonna like it because I haven't played it that much. <laughs> uh, no, I never played it. But that that's a game you should really do all three parts, especially from my own experience. If you played the second one, you have to play the third one, and. The third one is going to fuck up your head too when you get close to the ending. <laughs> okay. All right. Now we have on the eighth spot a game that pretty, one, ev- pretty much everyone I know that have played this game fucking hates it. Dragon Age 2. <laughs> sure, it's a linear game as fuck. You're just in the same spots all the time. The combat system sucks. But the thing is... When I played this game, I was new to role-playing games, and nowadays role-playing games are my favorite genre of games. Because everything can happen if it's a good role-playing game. Uh, the thing here, what, what makes what connected me with this game was the story and the consequences of my choices. And when it was bad consequences, I actually felt regret for my choices. Because uh, they made something horrendous happen. Uh, so... That, that's why it's on this list, because, sure, it's a sucky game, but the story is awesome. But have you played any other Dragon Age game? Yeah, everyone. And the second one's your favorite? Yeah. Okay. I hate the third one. Never played it. I, I've played the first one, but it was such a long time ago. Yeah. Okay, on number seven, we have a game that I actually saw Danny play years ago. And uh, I wanted to try it, and I got hooked. I have never enjoyed those kind of graphics because I feel that it's shitty. I'm, I'm a graphic whore, so... 
Like I said, this is all about introdu introducing this guy. So, I mean, just fucking bear with me. Yeah? So, um, what was I going to say? Th this game is on the list because it's changed my attitude towards other kinds of games. So, on the seventh place, we have The Wolf Among Us. All right. And it made me addicted to Telltale games. Telltale is one of the best video game studios ever. And they really know what role-playing is. And, um, well, let's say it this way. Wolf Among Us made me buy every Telltale game there is on PlayStation. Was it Wolf Among Us that I was playing when you... Yeah. All right. Okay, number six, we have Bully, Connie's Conum Edit. <laughs> Why this game appeared on my list is because, well, as a kid, I was bullied from my... I, I was three years old when people started bullying me, and it kept on until I graduated. So, after that, I would just, if you fucking say something to me now, I gotta punch you in the face. Simple as that. Uh... So, a lot of pent-up anger in my body. You'll notice that in the Mars perspective. Oh, yeah, you'll, def you'll <laughs> definitely fucking notice that. <laughs> but the thing is, Bully, that's Grand Theft Auto, but as a kid. In, I think it's high school, or you. I, I don't know, I've never played like it. That. Never played it's a great it. game. It's PlayStation 2. They have released it on PlayStation 4 and Xbox. Um, the thing here is, you can do all of the stuff you... I know you wanted to do in school. Pinch the girl's bottoms. Uh, put a fat kid in the trash can. Throw firecrackers in toilets. Trigger fire alarm. Uh, put your feet on the wall. Fucking beat up the principal. Who wouldn't want that? Uh, so, yeah. Oh my god. That game is so fun. Uh, it's definitely Grand Theft Auto, but as a kid. And, oh. Jesus, it's great. You have to play it because you will really have a fun time. Uh, let's see here. On the fifth spot, ladies Number and five. gentlemen, L.A. Noir. This game took me by storm. It's all and these games that are inspired by GTA, but GTA is not on the fucking list. No, I actually removed all of them. Jesus. <laughs> Continue, go on, please. <laughs> L.A. Noir <laughs> is a great game, a great atmosphere, a change-up from what we're used to when, when it comes to action games. Just be a fucking criminal, shoot people, and... Uh, so, in L.A. Noir, you're a cop. A L.A. cop in the 1940s, I think. Uh, coming back from the World War, and uh, you try to move up in the rankings from traffic cop to homicide and vice and stuff like that. You have to search for clues, you have to interrogate people, and when you interrogate people, you actually have to look for signs, also tell signs that people are lying, or you, you're doubting what they're saying, or are they telling the truth, and, well, if they're lying and you have collected evidence, you can just push them, so they will break and admit to everything. Uh, and that game set a new level for... This, genera uh, this generation, because that was the first game that had face scan uh, when they created it. So you will see that all of the characters in the game are real people scanned in to the game. And you will see all of these muscles in the face, uh, like twitching eyes and stuff like that. 
so that really set a new bar for upcoming games. And the thing is, Team Bandai was the studio behind it, and they put in so much of themselves into this game that it actually broke them. They went bankrupt because of this game. They will always be <laughs> have a legendary status because of this, because they changed the industry. And thankfully, Rockstar being good guys, mostly, they, they, they took over that kind of technology and started using it, and it spread. So now we have it in almost every game. Okay, number four. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. Holy shit! So there's a lot of Rockstar in this. Yeah. It's either Rockstar games or inspired by Rockstar. It's a fucking trend, but yeah. Yeah. Fucking Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2. It's... Oh my god, the story is really good. Um, and... Well, your actions actually have consequences. Good or bad actions, they will have consequences. And it's such a beautiful game. You get a feeling when you, say, for example, riding on a mountain ridge. You actually can almost feel the wind in your face. It's so real that it's... Oh, oh, I can't describe it. Uh, great game. A lot of fun missions, fun characters, fun stories. A lot of things to do. Hunting, fishing, camping, you name it. Uh, it's a really good game. You can do pretty much anything and just be a badass cowboy <laughs> so yeah I, it, it's on the list because it's a game that i always come back to and actually just a couple of days ago i finished it for like the fourth or the fifth time in since it released and that's not normal with me because those kind of games it will take mostly years before i play it again but this game i always end up playing again Okay, number three. There's not much to say about this game other than it took me by storm. It was a lot of nostalgia. Spider-Man for PlayStation 4. Wow. That's my third game. Holy shit, alright. Because it gave me something that I wanted from Spider-Man games for years. And I can't tell you what because that will be a spoiler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of sucks. <laughs> But the graphics are great, uh, the combat engine is fucking unbelievably awesome. Uh, you really feel like you are Spider-Man. So, uh, yeah, yeah you, you have to play it to know what, I'm, what I feel. The sad thing is, as I said, I can't explain why it's on the third, uh, third position because it's a spoiler. So, play it! Yeah, well, I mean, the, the point is that they they get how much the game means to you. Yeah. So we're, we don't have to spoil anything, but, yeah. Mm. And now we're on uh, game two. The thing is, game two and game one should actually share the first spot. Because I've been over this so many times, and I feel they both deserve to be number one. Um... Because they mean so much to me. But I decided that this game has to be number two because the one that's still on number one has been number one for at least 15 years, I think. So, number two. Can you guess what game, what game it is? Actually, I can't. Days Gone. Holy shit. Days Gone is not a Rockstar game. <laughs> but it's an open world. No, it's an open world. <laughs> 
It's a great game. It's a zombie apocalypse. Uh, Second favorite game of all time? Yeah, it is. Uh, I always come back to that. And the thing is, I don't want to play that game too many times because I don't want to ruin yeah. the love I have. Uh, I get that feeling. Uh, the thing is, the story, same here, I can't tell you because it's a spoiler, but that story gave me something that so many games never have given you. And I don't mean, in this case, just gave me, because they, they actually give something that a gamer, I don't know how many times in your life, have felt like, oh, come on, not this shit again. You, you will believe that you're fed the same bullshit when you play the game, but then you realize when you're done with the game, wow, I actually got something I've asked for for so many years in so many games. Um, a lot of fun customization options for a motorcycle uh, and um, the weapon choices are really fun. Uh, you can be a badass and go around, <laughs> go around with a crossbow if you want. That's so cool. Uh, it kind of makes sense. You don't want to make too many noises when you have zombies around you. And the best thing, the really, uh, not best thing, but a great thing about the game, and I think that's thanks to an update they did, or a patch. You have hordes, that, that you have had hordes, zombie hordes, from start. And those hordes, oh my god, you have to use your fucking head. Well, you can't get, a, you can't get away with luck, but that's a shit ton of luck. Uh, but the thing, great thing here, when you're done with the hordes, you can actually reset them. So you can uh, fight them again, just if you have some pent-up rage like me. <laughs> you just want to get it out. So Days Gone, it's on the second place. It deserves a first place because, because of the story. It gave me so many emotional, um, emotional reactions. And yeah, I really love that game. It sounded like I started crying, but I didn't. <laughs> well, look, I'll say this. Before we get to number one. Amigos, if you've been listening and following my podcast, you'll know that I did a uh, episode recently where I attacked Sony, Sony exclusives. Asshole. My uh, friend here did not listen to that episode. I just want to get that out there. <laughs> it's never mandatory to listen to Danny Strange, but if you do, I love you. I will not listen to that episode oh, ever. On. Give me a chance. And the asshole says ever. <laughs> do you want me to listen to it? No. It doesn't matter what you want. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. All right. First, okay. first game. First number one. Yeah. The What's in that gin? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, booze. Oh. It's booze in it. It's strong. <laughs> Fuck, uh, it's well, wrong. You fucking need it. Uh, okay. Number one. You can probably guess which it is. Oh, yeah. uh, this game. This is not one game. It's four games. Okay. It's four games. So, so it's, it's the whole series. It's the number. whole franchise. Okay. And a lot of people are going to hate me for this. But does it look like I care? I need more haters because the old one's starting to love me. Oh, yeah, Mark's perspective is going to fix that. Don't you worry yeah. about that. I love that you hate me. What's the first step? What's the... Oh, fuck me, man. What's the number What's one? What's number one? Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Mass Effect. Shocker! <laughs> thing is, Mass Effect 1, well, uh, Mass Effect, the first Mass Effect play game I played was uh, Mass Effect 2. Fuck, that hit myself pretty hard. Yeah, uh, it was a <laughs> that recommended it to me. I was like, okay, what the fuck is this bullshit? Uh, I saw the cover, and it was this fucking green lizard man on the cover, and I was like, oh god, this is gonna suck so bad. 
Yeah, judge a book by its cover, no. <laughs> yeah, I am judgmental. That, that's what I do, okay? Yeah, uh-huh. I know. You will get that one too <laughs> when you listen to the Mark's perspective. Uh, Mass Effect 2 was the first game I played. Holy shit, it took me by storm. That's, that's a legit role-playing game because everything you do have consequences and dude, did I have to play the game again and again and again and again and again. And the thing is, Mass Effect is the first game ever that I completed and then started all over again. Directly after credits, I started a new save and went through the game again. That's the only game I've ever done it with. Then I played Mass Effect 1. Uh, I actually... No, not even that. I played Mass Effect 2, and after that I booked the collector's edition for Mass Effect 3. When I played that game, that game is a game that a lot of people hate. Mostly because of the ending. Mostly yeah, because of the But the thing is, that's because people are so fucking stupid they don't get the ending. And you can't always get a happy ending. If you want a happy ending, book a time massage. Uh, but the thing is... Mass Effect 3, what I love about that, let's do it this way. Mass Effect 2 has the best throughout story of the games. Uh, and, and will keep you on your toes. Uh, Mass Effect 3, that's when you start realizing that you actually make connections with every character. Not, not with your character. That, that, that's not what I'm saying when you made a connection. You personally made a connection to every character. Mass Effect 3 was the first game I actually cried to. I cried when something happened. Yes, again, it's a story thing and it's a spoiler, so play the fucking game. Um, so, the thing there is, you can actually feel that it's wartime. You, you will feel the casualty of war, the hardness of war. And it got me so hooked. I really wanted to play Mass Effect 1. Uh, so, I went and bought an Xbox 360, the Star Wars Kinect edition. Don't buy that. <laughs> just to play Mass Effect 1. And just just let that breathe in, amigos. This Sony fanboy bought a console, an Xbox console, for Mass Effect. And I, I know exactly how that feels. Because I've bought consoles specifically for Persona, so I know how that feels. Just let that sink in. Mm. The thing is, I buy this Xbox, uh, Xbox and Mass Effect 1, and then I feel... Shit, I want I want to have the other games on Xbox because I want to, to connect the story. Yeah, because everything you do from one to three have consequences. And uh, so yeah, I buy Mass Effect two and three on uh, three sixty. The week after they released the <laughs> the fucking <laughs> complete edition to PlayStation three, and I was like, oh come on! <laughs> so you, the week after you actually get the box the trilogy for PlayStation. I was like, oh, fuck you. And wh- why it was like this? Because Microsoft had the ownership rights for Mass Effect 1. It was a console uh, exclusive. Yeah. Um, what did I do? I bought the Trilogon P- PS3 because I felt more comfortable with that. <laughs> Even though the game is better on Xbox, but I wanted to have it on PlayStation 3. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we hit this part, uh, <coughs> I actually owned two sets of Mass Effect 2. Two sets of Mass Effect 3. No, actually, three sets of number 2 and number 3. And two sets of number 1. So, yeah. Big shocker. I loved it. Uh, I have this big-ass banner of Sh- uh, Shepard, Jan Shepard, the main character, that I got from my co-workers at GameStop. And... Uh, 
my friend gave me a statue of my favorite character, Grunt, which most people say that, well, that, that's that's actually me in a video game. <laughs> it's like, he just runs around killing people. Okay, I don't do that, but he just runs around, headbutts people, not because he gets told, he just loves it. So that's me. I'm a Krogan, pretty much. Uh, and then we have Mass Effect Andromeda, the game people really hate. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, oh, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, that's that's the big shock for me is that you actually put Andromeda into the into one two three. It's Mass Effect. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that, and I'm not questioning like, oh, but that doesn't make sense. It makes sense, but I'm still shocked after all the shit I've heard, mm. never played, only heard. Yeah. People say about the game. Yeah, I mean, sure, I've seen some animation stuff that, Jesus. And the funny thing is, I have, I, oh god, we're um, drinking, amigos. We're drinking. And I'm, I'm drunk over. That means I'm somewhere between hungover and drunk. You don't want to try that at home. Drunk over. I like that. Drunk over. So let me tag team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the thing is, Mass Effect Andromeda. I've never I've never experienced those graphics issues, but I play with a fucking 4K TV and a PS4 Pro. So I actually think that the games differ between consoles and your equipment. Not the equipment between your legs, but fucking the video game equipment. Because there's so many games that I've experienced that people have that problem, that problem, that problem. <coughs> and I have the same game, but I don't have those problems. <coughs> but usually, I notice then that people play perhaps on a PS4 original... <coughs> Uh, not a PS4 Pro, or perhaps they're playing on Xbox One, and there's a huge difference between the Xbox One and PS4. You can say whatever you want, but I've seen people having problems with games on Xbox One, and I have a PS4 Pro, and I don't have those problems. But the thing is, Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, it's something new. I wanted it to continue. I mean, I knew that it was a big risk to start another trilogy, but I actually ordered the collector's edition, so when people are fucking wieners and gonads, so they fucking cancel the franchise, I, I pretty much got robbed on the collector's edition. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get the DLC or anything that I paid for, so thank you, Electronic Arts. You suck. It's in the game. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, Andromeda actually have connections to the trilogy. Uh, oh, yeah, no, right. you don't you don't notice that when you play the story you have to do side quests and look read the it's, it's subtle stuff, stuff. Yeah, if, it's if you really know subtle. if you know you'll get you'll get it yeah but if you have never played it it won't stop you from enjoying yeah. it won't stop you from enjoying no and there's a lot of exciting things happening in the game and you start to think about certain stuff because you if you play the other games you see likenesses and starting to worry about the reapers again and the collectors you will worry about them when you're in a fucking other galaxy you will worry about collectors and reapers because as i said there are connections and the the, the sad thing is since they canceled the franchise the trilogy you never got the answers to those who came before which sucks because they really had something going there so yeah, first place, that's Mass Effect, the entire franchise, and Days Gone, to be fair. I mean, we basically blasted through every fucking game until we came to Mass Effect, and we've been talking, eh, give or take eight minutes about it, which is 
Perfect. Yeah, Which the is, thing, I mean, the thing is, I I did this on purpose because I know you. Think yeah, exactly. I, I talk too much. No, no, <laughs> but no, that's not the problem. There's no problem. That, that's not my point. My point is that if there's any game you should deep dive into, it's number one. Yeah. So we did the right thing. Mm. But this is also meant to be an introduction to you. And I do feel like that, we got our point across. Mm. This episode, amigos, like I said before, is supposed, why I let my dear friend here have the microphone mostly for himself I want you to get accustomed to him. I want you to get a feeling of this person. So, And now I'm asking you to please download the other episode that's with this one. That's the first episode of a Mark's Perspective. All the details are on that one. It's a show about wrestling. It has nothing to do with games. It's all fucking wrestling. The biggest passion in our lives. That being said... Hopefully, my dear friend will join me for a strange perspective, and we'll talk some video games. And hopefully, you fucking enjoy this episode. Now, turn this fucking shit off, download a Mark's perspective, and amigos, adios. <laughs>